At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. To primetime action here on VEASAN, VEASAN.com. Matt Brown, Jeff Parles, Kelly Bidlin, and oh, you hung around, I know you did. Oh, I've, I've set off a fire you start there. Got me hated. You hung around, I know you did. We had a good cliffhanger for you there because we were going to we list off the quarterbacks that we think <laughs> are better and or worse than Jacoby Brissett in the NFL. That being said, we do have a kickoff coming. If you want to play this preseason game, God bless you. Seattle Seahawks, Chicago Bears. Seahawks are three-and-a-half-point favorites. The total's 38-and-a-half. If you're playing the first half, it's Seahawks' three-point favorites. The total is 20. If you want to play the Bears straight up on this money line, plus 155. Jeff, I looked at this for all of five minutes today. I have absolutely no no feeling on this one one way or the other. So I'm just uh, – I, I, anytime I look at something, and plus I just had no interest – in betting this game because of these two teams that are involved. And so with that, I went the opposite direction. I don't know if you have anything on this thing. I have nothing. It would it would be under or pass for me on this. That is but I'm passing. So so pass. the, by, by the way, <laughs> but I'm taking the pass. But part. I'm taking the pass route. I mean, you're talking no Drew Locke tonight, just the quarterback quality, just period, is is pretty depressing on both sides of the ball. Um, so yeah, I I think it would be under or absolutely nothing for me. And for me, it would be absolutely nothing. It's just, you know, look, we say this often, and we'll say this tons of times through the NFL season, but I'm gonna say it here. 
Just because they post a game, you don't have to bet it. Exactly. You don't have and, to bet it. And look, the only reason why I say under a pass, right, Matt, is two weeks ago if the book odds makers were going to hang numbers for this game, this total would have been 32-33. So, in my opinion, you're getting six points value off what they would have made this, these numbers two weeks ago. It would be That's the only way to play it. Okay. We went to break <laughs> trying to figure out how many quarterbacks in the NFL are worse than Jacoby Brissett. Kelly, I did not quite get to 10. I didn't get to One, 10. 2, either. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. I got to 8. I also okay, to, so, that, so, that, so that makes percent quarterback 23 for you. I, I got to clear something up, though, real quick. Are we doing the if I had to play a game tomorrow? I would take him. Yeah, over we're not talking court. about. We're talking about today. Like we're Thank not talking you. about like potential down the road. Thank I mean, like okay. that's Gotta not clear what, that up right now. Yeah, I that's mean that's fine. not what we're. Yeah, we're not doing that. So for me, Davis Mills. Yep, he on my list. Jared Goff. Yep. Zach Wilson. Carson. Ooh, I Wentz, forgot about Zach Wilson. There's one more. Carson Wentz. Daniel Jones. Justin Fields. Mitch Trubisky and Marcus Mariota. Those are my eight. I would take. I would take. Jacoby Brissett over those eight quarterbacks. So I have him as the ninth worst quarterback in the NFL. What was the last one you had? Marcus Mariota. We have no idea if this guy's, I mean, like any good or not. This is kind of funny, actually, because I going through the I I went through a list where I basically just made it all right. These are the quarterbacks that Madden Kelly could argue here that I'm going to have to defend. In order to get to what I said with Brissett. So I'm curious to see what Kelly has to say here All right, before here, I go through this. Here's my list of, of quarterbacks that I would bench behind Jacoby Brissett playing a game tomorrow. Carson Wentz, Daniel Jones, Davis Mills, Jared Goff, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Ryan Tannehill, Zach Wilson, Mitch Trubisky, Marcus Mariota. Oh, you're, nu- you're nuts Ooh. on Mac Jones. <laughs> Mm, there's a couple in there. I don't. I, I don't know. So, about and then I've got three maybes written down. I got three maybes: Baker Mayfield, Trey Lance, and Tua Tagovailoa. Are, are we? Are we just forgetting that Seattle exists here, guys? Oh yeah, good like, point. Like, like, I forgot, like, oh, I forgot oh, about Seattle quarterbacks. You, you, you two legitimately both quarterbacks. You yeah, legitimately either one for for quarterback number thirty-two. Legitimately, Thanks, Jeff. Mine, okay. mine is starter in Seattle. Yes, I <laughs> Lock, so Locksmith. There we go. Locksmith. Yes, Locksmith. There we go. Locksmith. Locksmith. Does not matter who, who the quarterback in Seattle is. I will give you that. I am not giving you guys Davis Mills. I am not giving you what? guys Tua. I'm not giving you guys Fields. I'm not giving you guys Goff. I, am, I, I will give you Trubisky. Give you that. I'll give you Daniel Jones. I'll give you Carson Wentz. You guys are missing a pretty obvious one on a guy who was on a quarter, a, a quarterback of a playoff team last year. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm missing more. That that we forgot Seattle already. Yeah, I like. I forgot Seattle could, and Marcus. The other Mario. guys that I listed on this list that you could argue that I that could be argued, and I wouldn't have a problem if you put them on your list. From what we saw from Trevor Lawrence last year. I have no problem with saying that I would start Jacoby Brissett over him. I wouldn't, but I could see the argument for the current moment. Jameis Winston, I could see that. I think Jameis is significantly better no, than Jacoby Brissett, but Jameis <laughs> is coming off a significant knee injury. Uh, we already mentioned Trubisky. You mentioned Mayfield already. I disagree with that. Daniel, to me, the, the obvious ones are Seattle's quarterback, Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, and then after that, 
Wait, Justin Fields, come on. I I saw enough that, from Justin Fields last year and here. Now, the big problem for Fields. He was, if he you was, put, hold on a second, Matt. I'm going to ask you this. I, that's why I had to set the condition, I'm, Matt. If, if we're playing I'm a game tomorrow. I'm going to ask you this. If Justin Fields was the quarterback for the first 11 games of the Cleveland Browns this year, how many games are they going to win? How many games are they going to win if Justin Fields is the starting quarterback for the first 11 games for Cleveland? One less than Jacoby Brissett. I'm not I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> I'm not slam dunking the games that I think that they're going to win regardless if, if Justin Fields was a Plus, it's, it's tough. What I'm going to say about the Justin Fields and a lot of these comparisons, right, Trevor Lawrence, a lot of these younger guys. the second-year guys, that we, it's tough. That we think we have a huge upside. So, yeah, I don't want to project what, what they're going to look like sure. six games into the year. By the way, we did. We I, I'm kind of surprised neither of you brought up Brian Tannehill. That was the name of he did. Oh, I did. Yeah, okay. Tannehill. So so Tannehill. Tannehill's the fringe guy here. Where Tannehill, it would not shock me if Tannehill is one of the five worst there, quarterbacks. Yeah, in the league. I, mean, the, I think he is. Jeff. So it wouldn't so, yeah. shock me if that happened. The reason I didn't put Tannehill in there is because like I think they're one in the same. Like I like. Oh, like, they are yeah, very close. They, yeah, I think they're one in the same. That's right. Fine. Both semi-mobile. Both like you know are going to make some boneheaded throws every now and then, but also some throws where you go, oh wow, look, they're really yeah. they're really good. The, I I think they're kind of one in the same. The most interesting name on this whole list is Marcus Mariota, because we saw Mariota in Tennessee obviously didn't work out, but I'm just curious. Yeah, and again, the Falcons are horrible. If you put Mariota in Cleveland. I think they're going seven and four with Marcus Mariota playing quarterback for them. I think there's enough there that he knows how to protect the football. His legs seem to be functioning again. I on Cleveland, if I'm trying to win during these 11 games without Deshaun Watson, I would rather have Marcus Mariota. I understand why you both had him in the list. 100% understand it. But I have Mariota above percent. See, I think that's a, I think that's a, it's a fair pushback on that because if we're talking – if I'm talking random general NFL team, mm-hmm. I'm taking Brissett over him. But if I actually had to pick someone in Cleveland, I probably would roll the dice on Mariota over him almost solely because of the mobility factor, right? right? I think that they're you're talking about the weapons that they have on that offense are more suited for that running game and a running quarterback that, yes, I think that would be the difference for me if we were talking about Cleveland. I think there's seven no-doubters for me and then two – Coin tosses, one being Mariota, one being Goff. Because I also think Goff is about – Goff's going to win you the same amount of games as Brissett is. Like, like yeah, Goff I, is – because, like, again, same deal. He's going to make the bonehead throw every now sure. and then. But most of the time, he's going to do all right. He's not going to, like, lose you too many games. He's not going to win you games either. But in those first – in those you know, of those first six games that we're talking about with this team, with this offensive line and that duo of running backs, like – you just got to turn around, and hand the ball mm-hmm. off. Like I mean, you got to turn well, around, and hand the ball off. But the, the, that's 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 the of everything in this argument for for me that that can obviously mess it up is what you just said. Kevin Stefanski could plan this out. That all right, Jacoby, you are not throwing the ball more than twelve times a game, <laughs> and we're going to win our games because we have a top five running back in in Chubb, a top what Cream Hunt's top twelve, top ten. So you have two top 10 potential backs. You have a top five offensive line. And you have a defense that I think will be pretty good. So Mm -hmm. there are ways for Cleveland. And 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 again, Jacoby Brissett could be a bottom five quarterback in the NFL through the first 11 games for Cleveland. And Cleveland could get through it. They are capable of getting through it. But again, it really is kind of funny at this point that that Geno Smith drew Locke 32. And then after that, 
And we're talking about two guys that were top-of-the-line draft picks in Daniel Jones and Carson Wentz, to me being the consensus other two guys in that bottom. Yeah. Oh, no. In the same division, no less. Yeah. Those are are no doubters for me. And I think there's guys – look, Davis Mills was 35th graded quarterback in the NFL last year. I don't know if you guys know how many that's teams there the are. One. You know how many teams there are, Kelly? Yeah, there's 32. Yeah, and he's 35th. That's the that's the one where I can't I can't I can't with yeah. Jeff. They, you know what? It was a you, it was a well crafted argument for the for the most part, Jeff. We Mills might is be the one you don't like. We might be a little too high on Brissett. Okay, I understand that, but no, Davis Mills over him. No, Davis Mills Stop was the it. second best rookie last year. Oh my gosh, he was. For the guys who played, he was the second best guy. Now, could Davis Mills regress and be awful this year? Of course. Could he's he regress? A horrible team. He said he was the 35th best quarterback no, in the no, NFL, no. Jeff. Okay, well, again, what are you regressing to? That kind of. The CFL, college football. That kind of proves, again, w- this is why this debate is tough in the end. Because you have the second year guys who were not good last year in Lawrence, in Wilson, in Fields, who guys we expect to be better this year. Oh, and Trey Lance, we have no samples. I, I was going to say, Trey so Lance, you have to know. put on that list because so you don't have any samples. So, so this is a little bit difficult to do, but I'm standing by what I said. I'm okay if you guys don't like Davis Mills. That's acceptable. <laughs> I have him as the 10th worst quarterback now. That's what it is. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett. The 10th worst quarterback in the NFL. Somehow Jeff Barles has launched to the biggest Davis Mills fan I yeah, know. I know. Because I've not heard Let's anybody him say anything good about We got to get him a jersey. We got to get him a signed jersey. I'm sure we can find him on eBay for like 12 Put, put, put me on in Houston now. Let's yeah, go. There it is. Get, get this guy a jersey, a signed one as well. We can probably get one for 15 bucks. I, we're gonna, I'll, I'll get on eBay. Uh, by the way. We're going to have some updates here at the top of the next segment and some interesting developments down in Atlanta. Our guy that we were in love with might not have it tonight. Coming back, primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back on the Davis Mills Fan Hour here on VEASAN, VEASAN.com. Matt Brown, Jeff Parles, and Kelly Bidlin. Jeff Parles, we had no idea we got to get him a jersey, but it's coming. I'm getting, I, I found one already. I found a, a signed jersey for 120 bucks. I mean, wow, that's that's going to be worth a lot of money, actually. <laughs> when he's enshrined into the Hall of uh, Fame, enshrined in Ganton, yes, <laughs> into the Hall of Fame, that is when it's going to get done. Who, who, we, Matt, I have to ask you this question, and you might it might have to wait till later in the show, but who was behind Mills last year? In, in the rankings, you uh, oh, you, in, you in pro football focus, yes. focuses grades, yes. uh, Roethlisberger and Darnold. Okay, the only two silly company, right there. Yeah, oh, Roethlisberger and Darnold are below Mills. That's huh. it. Yeah, and I would agree with that. Yeah, sure. A very, very aged Ben Roethlisberger. Yes, Roethlisberger was last, right? Yes. Okay. By, actually, by a fairly wide margin. Okay. That, yeah. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That makes by, sense. By I mean, I mean, Roethlisberger and Darnold. Darnold, after the first three weeks where everyone was convinced, oh, it's the Jets' fault that Darnold was awful, uh, ended up being exactly what we knew he already was. All right. We got to get to Baltimore and Cincinnati, but first, Kelly, let's run through some scores here because uh, there's some interesting ones. Yeah. We'll start over in Major League Baseball. Braves up two to nothing on the Mets. How's that hit prop going, Matt? It is already over. Man. I, am, I mean, this is crazy town. The Braves already with four hits against Jacob DeGrom. The three and a half is destroyed. Justin Fields, pretty little rollout throwing across his body. Like it. Better than Brissett. <laughs> <laughs> I think he will be, yes. Live numbers on that Braves-Mets game. Braves minus 360, Mets plus 280 if you want to hop in live on the money line. Five and a half is the live total. Blue Jays with a 5-2 lead over the Yankees. That game in the top of the fourth inning. Blue Jays minus 335 live. Yankees plus 260. 12.5 is your live and, total. And we were we were talking about this, you know, off air. Frankie Montas getting lit up yet again. Their big trade deadline get in Montas. He, three and two-thirds, five earned already given up in this one. He's given up a double to Springer and to Chapman. Vlad goes deep, hits a three-run bomb right there. So uh, Montas, another poor outing for the Yankees. The Pirates have a 4 to nothing lead on the Red Sox. That came in the top of the fifth. If you want to get in live on the Sox, you can get plus 575. 7.5, uh, your live total in that one. Rays with a one to nothing lead over the Royals, bottom of the fourth. Live numbers currently off the board in that game and over in the NFL 
Can't stop this Bears offense. They're marching right down the field. Second and four inside the red zone, I believe, or close to it. Yep, at the 16. Baltimore Ravens. Marcus Williams is in. Michael Pierce at the defensive line is in. Morgan Moses, they bring in a big right tackle. Kyle Fuller also at the corner position. So we know this has been the most injured team in the NFL over the last two seasons. The injury luck has been absolutely putrid for them, Jeff. So can only get better, you would assume. One would assume. Of course, Hollywood Brown is gone. He got traded to the Cardinals. Brandon Williams is out. Anthony Averett is out. Derek Wolf is out. Bradley Bozeman is out. Jimmy Smith is out. Sammy Watkins is out. So a lot of guys gone from the team from last year. Now, they had two first-round picks, one of those one of those uh, t- multiple teams that had multiple first-round picks. They go and get a safety to replace in Kyle Hamilton. They go get a center in Tyler Linderbaum, who's been dealing with a little bit of injuries here mm-hmm. in, in training camp, but looks like he'll be okay. David Ajabo, a linebacker in the second round. Travis Jones, defensive tackle in the third. So they went in, and all of those positions that left town, Jeff, they attacked that in the draft. So, listen, I think all in all – yeah, you know, do we expect high, high, top-level production from these rookies? We know sometimes it can take a little bit of an adjustment period or something. But some of those guys that left town were on the older side as it was anyway. So I look at this roster, and I don't think it's necessarily worse than it was last year. When you look at what they got in free agency in Marcus Williams, Michael Pierce, Morgan Moses, Kyle Fuller, and then what they did in the draft as well. Look, look this team was so snake-bitten by mm-hmm. injuries. Even just forget – even in the season, it was started in the preseason. Yeah, I mean they lost they lost uh, lost Stanley or Stanley or Stanley early in the season. They lost uh, Marcus Peters in the mm. preseason. I mean they just lost elite players. Dobbins, Dobbins gone. didn't yeah. play a yeah. snap in the regular season. They just lost elite player after elite player, and they were eight and three in the number one seat through twelve mm. weeks, and then Lamar got hurt, and that was just too much to overcome for them. Yeah. So look, Baltimore. There was if you got in early on Baltimore. You did very well here. You got those numbers that were over two dollars to win the AFC North. You did very well because I think that is was as good of a bet as there was on the board in April and May as there was period for any NFL futures. They have a last place schedule, Matt. They have again, they have a top five head coach, maybe even top three in Harbaugh. Yeah. I expect Baltimore to win this division. I expect them to win this division. I expect them, and if they don't win the division because Cincinnati is able to maintain and they maybe even get better from what they were a year ago, um, they're going to be in the playoffs regardless. I like that over nine and a half still. I'm kind of surprised that hasn't gone to a flat 10. Yeah, the the question to me really becomes how much can – how much can Lamar do by himself, right? Because sure. the thing that does not jump off the page to you is the pass catchers. Outside of Mark Andrews, who I think has become, at this point, I don't know if we can even argue, probably the number one tight end weapon in the, in the league at this point. I mean, that guy is just absolutely absurd Kelsey. out there. And you take a look, now it's Bateman and it's Duvernay. I mean, you're looking here and it's like, unless there are some massive steps forward, which there might be, there could be. I'm not going to say that it can't happen. But these were not guys that were meant to be number ones in the NFL. I mean, plus you're – I don't – I mean, 
I don't, I don't want us to go breaking quarterbacks again, but <laughs> Lamar, Lamar Jackson, not the best arm in the world, too, and I'm still yeah. a believer in that. Like it's, Look, I got, I got a lot of respect for Lamar Jackson. I think when you're talking about most important players on a team, just period, Lamar's up, way up there, right? He's probably top five in the league as far as his importance to his team, but a lot of that, it just comes with his legs. I mean, really, how much, is he, how much damage is he really doing with his, his arm when it's not Mark Andrews over the middle for a little bit shorter distance throw? I, I don't know. This team is, you know, Jeff. I think it's very much like we like we saw last year. It's going to go how Lamar goes, right? And if of he's course. in there and that running game's humming, this team can be very good. And you know, but he's going to run the ball a lot. He's going to be one of the most uh, one of the quarterbacks most susceptible to injury in the yep. NFL every single year. So I, this tough is this team is always tough for me to bet on because of that. Um, I bet against them last year that you know so that win total got home luckily because of an injury. You were fortunate. Jeff. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Um, but I think this is a team I'm not messing around with this year. Look, the secondary, if it can stay healthy, is number one with a bullet as far as that goes. I mean, look, Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, Kyle Fuller, Chuck Clark, Marcus Williams, and then they, they drafted Kyle Hamilton to come in there as well. Four of those five guys have top 10 grades over the last four seasons at their respective position, right? I mean, like, that's how good this secondary is. Now, of course, we haven't seen this secondary as a whole over the last two seasons because key pieces have gotten hurt throughout the course of of the season. But, I mean, you know, now it's five deep with a guy in with a rookie coming into Hamilton that you can basically kind of play with and see what you want to do with him, right? I mean, like, see where he best fits with all of these studs that are already out there. So, I mean, the, the secondary is going to be awesome. Can they get any pass rush? That's going to be kind that of a question, question mark. Yeah, the kind of question mark there is, like, can they get any sort of pass rush? Because it's like they got some run defenders, but they don't really have a lot of pass rush guys. And so it's – you know, that's not saying they can't scheme some things. That's not saying they can't figure out how to get get things done or whatever. But it is that is kind of the one thing I think that is at least looming a little bit is where is the pass rush going to come from and how is that all going to break down? No, and, and that's mm-hmm. – if you're looking at that day, at the defense, the pass rush is the mm-hmm. question mark. Like you said, that secondary, if it stays healthy, should be a top three oh. unit in the league, period. Yes. But, again, if in this – Day and age in the NFL, if you can't rush the passer, it doesn't matter yeah. how good yeah, your right. secondary is. Because you can only guard for so long. Yeah, you can only guard mm-hmm. for so long, and especially if they're going to start calling illegal contact yeah. more this year, you're going to have a problem. Regardless, and we also know in the past, Marcus Peters, as great as he was in Kansas City, got called for a lot of penalties yeah. when he was in Kansas City. So, uh, look, I, I, I expect Baltimore to take advantage of the last place schedule, take advantage of just being healthier than they were a year ago, and get the 10 wins and make it awfully difficult for Cincinnati to win this division a second straight year. You got to hand it to Cincinnati, what they did in the off season, because they identified the glaring, glaring problem and went and addressed it. And now whether that equals wins on the field or not, we shall see. That being said, the offensive line was absolutely atrocious and mm-hmm. they went out and they went and fixed it. So they go in, Alex Kappa, Lyle Collins, Ted Karras come in. They immediately upgrade this offensive line from one of the absolute worst offensive lines to probably a top 10 unit if all of these guys can stay healthy. And so it is It is Jonah Williams over on the left tackle side, Lyle on the right-hand side, Kappa, Karras, Carmen, all these guys. It is a, it's a really good offensive line now. Uh, the left guard's still concerned for me. Uh, if it's Carmen, if it's Adinaje, if it's Volson. I mean, there, there are three guys that could still end up being the starter at left guard. That's the only 
place that is a little concerning for me. The one thing I will say with new look offensive lines, and we saw this in Kansas City last year where the Chiefs redid their offensive line and they really struggled for the first two months and then mm. found it two months in. That is the only concern I have, especially looking at those first two games where they have to face Pittsburgh's pass rush right out of the shoot, and they have to face Micah Parsons and Dallas out of the shoot. But I, I expect Cincinnati to be good. And last year, again, maybe not Super Bowl appearance good, but I expect them to be a playoff team again. Yeah, it's it's in that wide receiving core, obviously, just unbelievably awesome. We'll look at the NFL rookie receiving leader market when we come back. The Beeson College Football Guide's out now. Our NFL Guide drops next week. Experts, giving you profiles of every team. You've got trends, power ratings, over-under recommendations, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way you can get this thing is to become a Beeson All-Access subscriber. You'll get the college one sent right to you. We already got that one finished. You're going to get the NFL one next week. Sign up for our discounted football special. Get everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 American dollars. Or you can save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Where can I get this? Where can I get this amazing deal? It's vsan.com slash subscribe for all the options and to become a part of the Sports betting network, as always, drink responsibly. I'm also looking. I'm looking forward to the Jeff Parles audio book because he can read it in half the time that I can. <laughs> we learned that earlier tonight. That's not what I here's said. The other, here's the other. <laughs> and, and, and like this read, this read I just did. He he would plow through that no, in like no, three no, seconds. No, 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 come like on, three no. seconds. You wasted so much time on that, I know. man. Oh, come I know. on, I know. We That's only have three hours. We're on air for Matt. Okay, we've got stuff to talk about. AFC, quarterbacks to rank. We'll put a bow on AFC North before we head into the rookie receiving. Um, Ravens plus 150, Bengals plus 180, Browns plus 330, Steelers 10 to 1. If you are looking at the odds to win the division, this is a little bit stale because this has moved a bit since uh, the Deshaun Watson news came out. So uh, numbers have moved just a tad bit on the Browns, Bengals, and Ravens where you can get a little bit better price on that Ravens team and that Cincinnati team if you want to. And uh, Browns, if you liked them, should have got it yesterday before this, uh, before the news dropped. But if we look at this, fellas, I mean, listen, we'll, we'll close out Cincinnati. But you go out, you totally rehaul the offensive line. You go, you draft a safety in the first round. You draft another safety in the second round. You draft a defensive tackle with your third-round pick. So it's like offense, all offense in the in – in free agency, and then they went all defense in the draft. Now, again, whether this equals wins on the field or not, it does it at least let you know, Jeff. They're they're Cincinnati sees this window with their with their quarterback and their receiver situation and all the stuff that they've got going on, and they kind of see like, hey, look, we've got about three years where we can be good. So let's like maximize these three years before we have to unload the you know back the Brinks truck up for. For Burrow and Chase, and then you know, then we have to kind of start going through the cap hell things that some of these other teams do. 
Matt, they almost won the Super Bowl by accident last year. Yeah. I mean, that, that's as close as any team will come to winning a Super Bowl by accident. So, yeah, no, look, you, you have to take advantage of the rookie contract. We know what it, we know what the split is for the most part at this mm. point. Either you have a Hall of Fame quarterback or you have a quarterback that's on his rookie cor- a contract. Or, in the case of the Chiefs, you had a Hall of Fame quarterback on his rookie yeah. contract with Mahomes when they won theirs. So, yeah, you absolutely have to take advantage, especially of these next two years, where before Burrow gets the massive payday, gets the bigger payday in the fifth-year option year. So yeah, I, I, they did the right thing. Now the question is going to be, how much did they overachieve last year, Matt? How much w- was that winning the division? Obviously, getting to the Super Bowl was was earlier than any of us ever would have expected mm-hmm. with them. But did they overachieve by just winning ten games last year? Did they overachieve winning the AFC North? I think they probably they, – they're them and Baltimore are very close, one-two for me in this division. They're both clearly playoff yeah. teams. It's just a matter of can Cincinnati get off to a great start while their schedule is weak in the first half of the season, mm-hmm. that they have a buffer when they get to the back end of the season when their schedule gets much more difficult. It's one of those things where you look and there really isn't a weakness so much on this team. I mean, the linebacker position is mediocre. It's kind of like middle of the pack, but the defensive line is good. The secondary is good. The receiving core is the best receiving core in the National Football League by a long shot because you have three legitimate top-tier options. Like, there's really good duos out there, and like you could argue as far as like best duos, right. but there is no trio that comes close. This is the best trio. Yeah, oh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't even come close. It's 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 number one it, by far. They they they, I, you could make an argument that if you put Bo- if you put Boyd, yeah, on a lot of other teams, who's the clear number three guy yeah. now, that he could be number ones on yeah. select teams in this league. That's how good this one two three is. And then of course Mixon performs at a high level every single year, and Burrow, the number one graded quarterback in the NFL last year, according to Pro Football Focus. Then you bring in a revamped offensive line because that was the thing we kept saying. Look, Burrow's going to get killed. Like, they can't do anything here. This guy's career is going to not last. So what do they do? They go out and they spend and they spend and they spend and they bring these guys in. And now you have an offensive line that, I'm not kidding, I think the baseline is is like a top 10, 12, and an upside is top like 7 or 8 in the, in, in the league. And it depends on how Carmen plays at, at the at the at the guard position. Yeah, left guard is the question. Yeah, that is the the one question. And again, Collins has been dealing with some some yeah. with with a, with a non football injury this preseason, so he may he may take him a few weeks to get fully in ingrained. But it is it's it's a it's a super super solid team. And again, I mean, I guess we should throw out there though, Joe Burrow has had to miss practice because his appendix exploded. Did you see this? Yeah, that was kind of a scary story. Yeah. It had already exploded. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. That's good. a very that goes from a very safe surgery yeah. to a pretty dangerous one pretty quickly. And oh, Mark Canna ties the game in a high ball game in Atlanta. Look at that two run shot off Max Fried in the top of the fifth. A new ball game there in Atlanta. I like that, Matt. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so for me, I still like Cincinnati in this division. That said, if you told me that it was Baltimore, Cincinnati, one, two, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't shock me in the least bit. I do think their win total at 10, I think 10 is probably their floor. Um, looking at the schedule, I understand it's tough, but there are, there are some very, very winnable games on there. And they're going to win some games, I think, again, because I just I think they're a better team this year. So I think they're going to win some games that maybe they aren't even – you know, that that favorite in. So I, I really do like this. I mean, listen, Steelers, Cowboys, Jets, Dolphins, it should, this team should be 4-0. 
heading into week five at the Ravens, which you, is going you, to be a pretty big showdown. You're giving them the Dallas game automatically? I think, I, well, I'm down on Dallas. Okay. So, I mean, I, I'm down on Dallas. Man, I'm down on them too, but at Dallas, I think that's a bit of a I, I don't, I, I'm not so certain on that. If they go 3-1 those first four weeks going to Baltimore, I think you feel pretty good. Yeah. Good, good, good luck covering those receivers with that secondary that the the Cowboys are going to roll and out. And that is fair. So, so <laughs> good, good luck doing that. And then you have, and then you have the Falcons, the Panthers, the Steelers. I mean, listen, this is. I understand it's tough because of the because of the back end, right? I mean, you're you're going you're going Chiefs, Bucks, Bills, Ravens on the back end right there. But they can bank these wins early, you know. So I, I think that ten's kind of the floor. For this team, so I'd have no problem betting the over on the ten and taking the push if it's kind of the the floor for them. And I think eleven wins are certainly within within striking distance. All right, NFL rookie receiving leader. As we know, this was not a quarterback heavy draft this year. Mm-hmm. It was a receiver heavy draft. Sure and was. It was a receiver draft that with guys that are going to step in and have to make not. I'm saying will. I'm going to say have to make instant impacts on some of the teams that they got drafted by because. They're the only guys in town. Like, there's so many of these guys that it's like, you got no choice. Step out there and get it done, buddy, because that's just the way it's going to go. Namely, Drake London, Traylon Burks, John Dotson. I mean, listen, these are guys that are going to be starting because there's no either number one or number two on these teams. They're going to instantly step in and be number ones or number twos. Even Olave, you can throw into the conversation, though. They do have Jarvis Lander, and I think he's going to be kind of a target hog. So that's why I don't like Olave in this market, really, at all, because when you put a Jarvis Landry on an offense, it just he just sucks up seven or eight targets a game because he runs super high percentage routes, yeah. and it's just that 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 to me is why I don't like Alave here, even as the betting favorite at plus five fifty. But London at six and a half for the Falcons, we know he has to be the de facto number one. I mean, I guess you could say Kyle Pitts at tight end is the one, but he's the number one wide receiver, he, he, true he, wide receiver. Yeah. And and Traylon Burks, we know is going to have to be really, really good. I mean, I guess Robert Woods, you could say, is the number one, but he's going to be, he has to be the number two, if not the number one. John Dodson's running out there, running all the routes with Wentz. He's going to be the number two. Wilson, for sure. Tolbert, as we found out, is likely to at least be the, at least have significant playing time for, what is it, Kelly? Six to eight weeks, eight yeah. to ten weeks, whatever it is, something uh, like that. James Washington, yeah. yeah. Um, we just said we like Pickens there mm-hmm. with, 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 um, with Pittsburgh. with Pittsburgh, and then Sky Moore, although he didn't run, you know, routes with with Mahomes early on, he's going to have to play some sort of role with them. And Romeo Dobbs is a guy that is, I'm sure the odds have just plummeted on him because of his rapport that he seems to show in this offense with the Packers on early. So listen, none of these guys are longer than 12 to one. Everybody I just mentioned. 556-5650-8910-10-12-12-12-12 is what we're looking at here, Jeff. So there's no long shot in any of those obvious names. You know, like no one stands out from like any of the others to me, really, outside of just, hey, look, at the end of the day, Drake London is going to be on a team that's going to be trailing a lot, and he is the de facto number one wide receiver there. And go off the board here. Alec Pierce, I think, has a legitimate shot in this market because he, to me, is the second pass catcher in Indianapolis. On the board. And I think you have a a chance. Now, I like a lot more. I'd like about 20 to 1, 25 to 1, not 15. Mm -hmm. But I think Alec Pierce is worth consideration, even though when it's all said and done, I think it's just going to be Drake London for all the reasons you just said, Matt. Yeah, they're going to be trailing a lot. Lots of throws there. 
for Atlanta this year. We'll talk to Drew Densick on the other side. When we come back, primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check out the betting splits data. Me too. Oh God, Kelly! Come on, man. Before you make your next, I was trying to give you the uh, trying to give you the heads. Hey, man. Hey, man. Are you gonna be here for that? Oh, you were standing uh, like you're like splitting bets. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, man. You there for that? No, you weren't. That's okay. Anyway, you want to know where the money and the bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every ten minutes, so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out today's. Not just today's action, but future bets as well. Betting splits, another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. VEASAN.com, as always, drink responsibly. This man, you can find him in NBC Sports Edge. You can find him on the Deep Dive Podcast. You can find him on the Twitter machine, at whale underscore capper. He is Drew Densick. Thanks for joining us, my man. 
Oh, dude, it's great to be with you guys on a Thursday, no less. There's football on TV, and we're watching two teams that, uh, you know, usually the joke is, you know, this very much feels like a preseason game during the regular season. This feels like a regular season game during the preseason because this is probably what we're going to get from these two squads for a lot of this year. Yeah, I was saying before it's kicked off, I'm like, these are the two teams that I think are going to be the worst two teams in the NFL. And so it's like, you know, all right, I have very little interest in, in seeing what's going on. Tonight, but yeah. but Drew, we, we've been running through some of these conferences and running through some of the big headlines, big news, and seeing how that, of course, the the Deshaun Watson stuff comes through today. But you know, one of the stuff that one of the things that really hasn't been making the rounds as much as I guess I thought because they got out ahead of it was just the fact that Tom Brady hasn't been in training camp for the Bucks and. I see what they did. They played the whole PR thing, which was good. Hey, by the way, just so you know, this is what's happening, and this is what's happening. What is kind of your take on on all this? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you do have a team that did lose some some pieces as we go head into the season. The Saints, I think a lot of people think are not as far off as the betting market indicates from this Bucks squad. So what do you take from all this? Uh, I am very much prepared for – a surprise as we get closer to the season because none of this checks out all of the stuff I've heard behind the scenes in the, in everything I've tried to source here. um, None of this feels like a normal preseason ramp up whatsoever for a team that is competing for a title this season. Um, And I, I don't even really know how to describe it. Besides this is one of the more strange situations that I can remember. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to overreact here, but I think that there is a very uh, real possibility that there is a surprise coming just based on some of the facts here. Um, I had heard sincerely, uh, or like I think it was Thursday um, or, or Friday that, uh, you know, before they came out and reported that he had been absent a couple of days. Now I had heard since, you know, rumors, you know, Hey, he's, he's MIA from camp and, uh, they can't get in touch with him. It's been 48 hours. And then he shows up on Saturday and he's at practice and they're like, Oh yeah, it was scheduled. We knew that this was going to happen. And, uh, yeah, he's, and he's going to be gone for another stretch of time, but he'll be back after the Tennessee game. Um, and then now today, Todd Bowles is back on, you know, under scrutiny and he's saying, I actually don't know when uh, Tom Brady's coming back. So that right there completely blows up the idea that this was somehow pre-planned. Uh, if you don't really know when he's coming back, his so the plan, the pre-plan was I'm going to take a, <laughs> a leave of absence and I'm not sure when I'm coming back. That's a really, really strange deal. And, you know, there's rampant speculation and that I'm not going to really kind of get involved in about why he's not around. But, um, you know, let's just set aside that there is some meaningful probability that he ultimately decides that retirement was the right choice or that he needs some time at the beginning of the season to get whatever he needs to get right, right. And he misses the first handful of weeks. Then, uh, you know, those games, those are coin flip games for the bucks. Anyway, they have an extremely tough schedule to start at Cowboys at saints are two very tough, tough matchups for this team. And then versus Packers versus chiefs you know, those are, you know, those are one and two seeds from last year that are returning pretty, pretty, uh, you know, dangerous squads. So, um, the first four weeks for the bucks look brutal to me. Um, and <clears throat> let's like, look at what's exactly what's going on with this Tampa Bay team. The entire offensive line has been decimated. That was one of the strengths of this team and one of the reasons Brady, I think, sought out playing for Tampa when he left New England. Uh, Ali Marpet retired. He's, a, you know, in my opinion, at least a perennial all-pro and you know, borderline Hall of Famer. Um, they lose Ryan Jensen, the starting center for the year. 
Uh, and then, uh, you know, even as recently as today, the most important piece of the entire offensive line in Tristan Wirfs is he's out now with a strained oblique. Um, I don't know if that takes him up to or through week one, um, but you're talking about now going to war with a makeshift offensive line that hasn't been getting practice reps with Brady, potentially going up against the Cowboys pass rush that has some pretty abs, you know, pretty outstanding pieces and, uh, uh, and, you know, can, you know, do a decent job, particularly creating interior pressure, which tends to, you know, unwind Brady a bit. Um, and, Oh, okay. Well, at least he has this awesome stable of wide receivers to throw to, right? Well, not really. Chris Godwin is not going to be ready for week one. It looks like even though he is taking uh, snaps seven on seven now, Mike Evans has been MIA because he has a soft tissue injury. Their wide receiver three, Russell Gage has been MIA because he has a soft tissue injury and Rob Gronkowski is retired. So this is a completely different team that is potentially taking the field with Brady, who has not been getting snaps with this group. Uh, and I think this is cause to be concerned. If you think that they ought to be favored on the road at a Cowboys team that matches up with them pretty well. Uh, so it's uh, it to me, at least this is the one kind of obvious uh, angle to attack in the week one board in terms of a misprice. Um, I have, I can also tell you this is, and this is again, this is not based on inside information. This is just what happened evaluating the market. I was hot on that under, I thought 53 at the open was absurd and I was kind of biding my time, hoping limits would go up, come up a little bit to get a bet of size down on that under. And then Brady's absence spooked me to the tune of, well, if, if I'm going to bet this, I need to bet it now. 53s are probably going to disappear. So I bet all the 53s and all the 52 and a halfs I could find. Then after that, someone else came through and got all the 52, 52 and a halfs, 52s, 51 and a halfs, and 51s. This number is sitting at 50 and a half right now, and there's been no buyback. So I'm not the only person who is kind of out there looking at this matchup and saying, this is not going to be a high scoring <laughs> affair. Uh, and, you know, and, and, and I would be more aggressive betting the Cowboys if I wasn't concerned about the fact that the Buff Buccaneers defense is all pro after all pro after all pro at every level. And they are going to make life miserable for, you know, a McCarthy and Kellen Moore led offense, particularly if they expect to get anything going on the ground against what is the stoutest run defense in the NFL. So um, I would be more bullish on the Cowboys if I, you know, felt like they had a decent advantage with their offense up against the Bucks defense. And I wish liquidity was higher on the under because I would still be betting it out there, but it's crossed 51. 51 is a key number in the NFL. If you didn't already know. Um, and you know, I think this, this, uh, number continues to slide and you probably see the, you know, flip favorite here. If uh, Brady does not return after this, uh, Tennessee, uh, preseason game, like it was expected. Well, I can tell you, Matt, uh, Blaine Gabbard would be behind Jacoby Brissett in my <laughs> rankings if if that were to be the case in Week One, which Drew, I set up. A, I was it was my doing the whole Jacoby Brissett uh, debate that we had earlier, where I said uh, if Jacoby Brissett is a, a top twenty quarterback this year in the eleven games without Watson, that Cleveland will Cleveland six and five, seven and four, totally in play. But I think he's going to be closer to the bottom five quarterbacks, if not in those bottom five quarterbacks. Where would you place Brissett now that we know he's going to have a he's going to have a lot of work in the eleven games without Deshaun Watson? We joke about above or below Blank Gabbard, but like, what if it's not Blank Gabbard? What if it's Jimmy G? He looks pretty uh, good filling in for Tom Brady, if I'm not crazy. Um, but no, it's in seriousness. I don't that that I'm being totally uh, tongue in cheek about. I have Jacoby Brissett in my bottom five, uh, and it's not actually very close. The only quarterbacks who are going to be starting week one, who I have graded lower than him heading into the season are Daniel Jones and Geno Smith. 
Now that is conditional on the fact that Joe Flacco is taking week one snaps. I would put, uh, I would put Wilson below Brissett as well. If Wilson is expected to trot out there, particularly considering his uh, physical state right now. So, uh, he's bottom four for me, uh, or bottom three, depending on uh, whether it's Flacco or Wilson for the jets. I found the second person in the Davis mills. Yeah. I mean, this is the, yeah, I know (laughs) you guys love loving the Davis mills around here. I mean, good Carson Wentz ahead of Jacoby Brissett. Set? Come on, Drew. Come on, man. We're, we're talking about shades of gray among amongst the trash quarterback class here. It is. So it is. It <laughs> these is. are I soft know, rankings. It is. I have, it's like .01 ahead of. I know. Yeah, yeah, right. I know. I know. Yeah. I know, yeah. Wentz, Wentz is in the class barely above. <laughs> um, you know, the, there, there's a number of guys kind of in that mix. Uh, barely above, but uh, Mills is in there. Um, Mariota's in there. Although I'm starting to wonder about Mariota potentially being too low in my rankings, just kind of combing through exactly what he's able to do. Um, and uh, you know, I think Fields Fields has to be in there, even though I particularly like his skill set a lot for the NFL. Just considering what's around him, he's you know he's he's going to be uh, asked to do a lot with very little. So he's got to be <laughs> in the bottom as well. You can catch him over on NBC Sports Edge. Of course, the Deep Dive podcast is awesome to listen every single week during the NFL season. And on the Twitter machine, at whale underscore capper. Drew, when you make your way back out here, another dinner, my friend. Another, another yes. dinner. NFL week one, I'll see you there. All right, absolutely. So uh, you're, you're, you're winning this debate here, Jeff, apparently. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess Jeff's winning the debate. Kelly, we're defeated. People would rather trot There's out. There's so many crap People would rather trot out vacuuming. Carson Wentz. Give me a break. No, you wouldn't. Primetime action coming back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.